Wow, wow, wow. WWE fucked up once again. Who would have thought about this, right, guys? Yeah, exactly what I thought. WWE couldn't handle the situation with the coronavirus. Wow. Who would have thought, right? No, never did this ever happen with WWE before. But in all seriousness, it's a very, very serious topic. It's a very, very depressing week. Even two, if not more, depending on how you look at the whole situation. Because without a doubt, the coronavirus stuff is just awful. It's been awful for the last, like, what, six months? At first, nobody took it that serious, but when we saw football leagues, when we saw uh, other companies saying that, you know, guys, this is too fucked up, we're gonna close, or we're gonna postpone everything, we suddenly realized that, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, it's serious. And only wrestling became the only sport that decided to go on and on and on with everything that happens around the world. And some people will say, well, credit where the credit needs to go. Great for them. They're giving us some sort of entertainment. We watch it. We're going to be grateful and criticize it when the criticizers need it to be. And other people will say that it's too stupid. It's too irresponsible. For WWE, AW, now I'm pretty sure Impact doing tapings. Ring of Honor were about to come back with some shows, but they postponed it till August. New Japan came back. That's a big thing, too. But I agree that it's too responsible for the people who work for your company. Without a, without a doubt, you're putting them at risk. And unfortunately, it paid back with WWE. But if we're looking at this situation... I can't say that I fully against WWE, AEW and other companies coming back or continue doing what they were doing with wrestling shows. It helped me go through this quarantine quite smoothly, even though we didn't have proper quarantine, but whatever. You know, it still was a pretty depressing time. Not like it changed, but a little bit better still. We have football back, other sports are coming back, normal life kind of comes back, at least for foreseeable future, in about two more months, then, you know, autumn, winter, and you're like, oh my god, will the second wave come in? Who knows? But, uh, how I said, it helped me out, wrestling helped me out, especially AEW with their great shows. NXT with our good shows most of the time, and main roster just to criticize main roster. So, <laughs> some things never change. But I said straight away that it was too irresponsible for them to continue with the tapings, because, or especially with the live shows, because, well, you don't have a proper answer how you're gonna make sure they're not gonna get coronavirus, or at the very, re at the very least, normal flu, which is very common to get when you travel around the world. So, I always was with them, but criticizing them for the product and for their decisions. 
But when AEW came out and said, well, listen, we understand that you are maybe against continuing with the tapings, with the live shows. We, we get it. If you are a performer or backstage producer, whoever, and you're not ready to come back, sure, go on, stay home, stay with your family. No one's going to get punished. No one's going to get their position, their push stripped off them. Sure. And they address that they're going to do testings every single week before every single show. And you understand that that's not 100% an answer to all the questions, but at the very least, you see that they are doing something. And you're like, well, sure, it's maybe responsible. It's maybe dangerous, without a doubt it is, especially for the people like Jake the Snake, Robertson, or Arn Anderson. You know, they're old people, and they are easily gettable for the coronavirus and that's very responsible to bring them back but at the very least we knew that they are doing something WWE on the other hand said the same thing that they're gonna do everything for their performers they're gonna do everything to stop providing coronavirus in the company even though right before Wrestlemania or right after Wrestlemania I don't remember this uh, we heard the report that OMA, WWE has officially now first coronavirus case in their company. After two days, they admitted about this and they said, yes, we did have a first coronavirus case, but no worries, he's already been sent to the quarantine. They never said who it was properly. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Charlie Caruso. No, 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 I'm bullshitting right now, excuse me. The backstage reporter who said that she got coronavirus second time. I'm really sorry because I don't remember the name, but <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if that was her. But it was a worrying sign. And I would say that WWE had a lot of bad publicity in the last year or two, especially with the Saudi Arabia shows. But I would say that this couple of months were the worst one of the worst in WWE history. It's bad PR after bad PR after bad PR. Starting from continuing with the tapings, the whole controversy with the Florida government that they paid them around $18.5 million. Well, Melinda McMahon, who works for Donald Trump and the government, gave them Donald Trump startup pack and they continue with the tapings. And now, then later on, we found out that they decided to cut off around 40% of their backstage and performers. So Black Wednesday happened. Oh, a lot of backlash happened after this. Obviously, how I said before, the first coronavirus case. And now, you would think that, well, they handled the situation correctly, right? Wrong. First of all, no testings, only temperature check was a big backlash. You know, Triple H said it at once, says, well, yes, we're not doing the proper coronavirus testings, but we are doing our own testings, you know. We are sure that it's gonna work. Oh, fuck, did it work, huh? 
Without a doubt, it did. Uh, the fact that they have over two dozen people getting coronavirus is just unthinkable. You would think that after this, they would get close for for good because that was a big thing. If in football team somebody gets coronavirus, that's a big hit for the whole league, and there is a big possibility that. The league is going to get cancelled for foreseeable future or at the very least this timing of the team in the in the league going to be postponed. You know, what I mean by this is they're not going to play even if the whole league is going to come back. And the whole league will not come back because they don't have a team. What do we have here? The company moves on like it's nothing. Two dozen fucking people. The only thing that happened with the company that somehow affected them. Oh, we needed to postpone the tapings for one more day. Oh, we didn't film Raw on the next day after the two dozen fucking people came out and said, Oh, we have positive tests. Oh, if, if that wasn't bad enough, guess what? They continue with the tapings. They did other tapings. And reportedly, there are even more people... Who got coronavirus. It somehow even affected AEW. With Rena Young obviously getting coronavirus. And uh, John Moxley. The husband of Rena Young. <clears throat> obviously he's affected. Not sure. Right now all the reports are saying that he. Has not been tested positive. And he should be fine relatively but there is a big big chance that even if he will test it will be tested positive oh, uh, negative all over again he might still be pulled off from the fighter fest that's gonna happen first week tonight can't wait but that's a big big hit because i would say that first week of fighter fest gonna beat nxt I think it's it, it should happen, even though NXT won last week with a big, big advantage, over 100,000 viewers, right? And, uh, and they have a pretty good show tonight. But I will put my money on AEW winning, because all titles, again, all titles, but only not AEW title, are being defended tonight. And there's some really interesting matches. Like Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus The Best Friends. Cody versus Hangman. It's probably going to be the main event. But I hope it's going to be The Best Friends versus uh, Omega and Page. And, you know, women's match for the title. Penelope Ford, Hikaru Shida would be very interesting. Uh, tag matches with Private Party versus... Santana and Ortiz, again, quite interesting. MGF and Warlow versus the Jurassic Express. Should be very good. NXT, on the other hand, some very good matches. Fatal 4-Way match for the first contendership uh, for the women's title. Uh, this is actually going to be now elimination Fatal 4-Way match, which is, again, pretty interesting. Uh, oh, God, <laughs> what else? Well, anyway, <laughs> I don't remember. There's some two more good matches announced, if I remember. Ah, oh, um, Timothy Thatcher versus Oni Lark should be pretty good. Hard-hitting and 
just violent. But even with this, I think that AEW will win. Over 10,000 viewers, in my opinion, should be. But second week, week I would say that NXT going to win. They have the unification match for the NXT and North American title between Adam Cole and Keith Lee. This alone probably going to drag a lot of viewers. As we saw with the previous week, how I said, when they had the triple threat match for the NXT North American title, which was a pretty good match, they won easily over 100,000. So, I would say that NXT going to win a second week of Fighter Fest pretty easily. Maybe. Again, that's just my opinion. But how I said... AEW can hurt, could get hurt even more if they're gonna pull off their biggest match of the night. And without a doubt, it's gonna harm the product. Without a doubt, it's gonna harm the ratings. And without a doubt, this whole situation harmed WWE more than they ever expected to. Even though Vince McMahon became even richer during this pandemic, how unbelievable, but Peoples are definitely not happy. People witnessing all that happens around the world. People witnessing what happened in the wrestling world. They're looking at this and they're thinking to themselves, What the fuck? Why are you still doing this? Why are you being so childish? Just admit that you made a mistake. Go on, become a better person. No. They're just refusing and they're doing the same old shit. It's just mind-blowing. But still, you would expect that they're going to take now all precautions. And reportedly, they kind of doing this. they kind of doing this. They start wearing masks. They're doing testings before every taping. So they would make sure that nobody's going to get coronavirus. But reportedly... Today, they're going to do another testing, and there is a big possibility that some results will come in only after the show or during the show. So if someone, for some reason, going to have a coronavirus positive, and they're going to perform in the ring, they're maybe going to have no chance to stop it. That will be very, very dangerous. But, again, people are witnessing all the situation. And, this, of course, remember what happened, what's happening now with Speaking Out movement. And I think I should a little bit talk about this. Probably I would talk about this in a complete different podcast. About this whole movement. Which is very brave. And very unfortunate at the same time. Without doubt, it's unfortunate what happened with the people who got abuse mentally or physically but it's but it's unfortunate for all of us wrestling fans because we thought that our business is our own little bubble and of course something bad is gonna happen maybe a fight backstage maybe a sold backstage and we're gonna hear about this and hopefully the person who assaulted someone will get punished will get what they deserve but I would never, ever expect that it's going to be like this. I would hope to say. But all we're humans and we all have our own sins. And you should have 
I, I, I wouldn't say I expected this, oh no. I knew that there's probably a couple of people who are, a couple of people who are bad in our community in terms of wrestling or backstage people, because how I said, it's the nature of humans. You have a desire and for some reason you want to, you know, do something stupid no matter what. You did it, now it's gonna bite you in the ass. And I would hope that everything gonna stop after like, well, five people or two people came out. Five people, two people, what am I saying? Five people, ten people came out. But then it just goes on and on and on till this day. So it's what, two weeks? Tenth or more wrestlers being accused. Three, yeah, three people are officially fired from WWE couple of more being suspended. Jokov is the latest one. Two referees from the NXT UK being fired. Um, Jake Gallagher fired. Uh, Travis Banks and El Generico. No. El Genera. Or whatever his name is. Uh, reportedly fired too. So you would expect that <clears throat> they will do the same with Velvet and Dream. Because reportedly from Sean Rasep and another source, we heard that they are planning to get rid of Velveteen Dream because of his past allegations that happened in April and the recent ones who coming out till this day. And uh, I would... It's a hard one because I would say that it's the right thing to fire them because of their own stupidity, because of what they did. But at the same time, I like the approach from AEW a little bit more because not only if Jimmy Havoc as the biggest example and the only example it seems like, apart from Sammy, which is a different story. With Jimmy Havoc, he, he was accused of mental and physical abuse and they said that they're gonna rethink their contract status with Jimmy. After he's gonna go through a rehabilitation, you know, after the rehab. And I think it's better because if you're just gonna fire for some reason, awful or not, one person, he might learn from this, he might become a better person, or he might go down even in the darker route, you know. He will go and do the same thing again. Because he was angry, angry at the world, angry because he was fired, because the person who he abused spicked out. And I hope, and hopefully it's not gonna happen, but you never know. So this approach is a little bit more safe, or whatever, you know. It's just more from a human side for me. You know, you're trying to help the person who accused, who was accused of doing bad things. Hopefully, it's going to help him. Hopefully, he will become a better person. And if he will, well, of course, you can keep him in the company. But you also can fire him, knowing that he's, at the very least, a better person. Hopefully, he will personally apologize, if needed, financially help the person who he abused. And then, only with time, he will become a better person. And we will see it, because there will be no more reports of him doing some dumb shit there'll be no more accusation thrown at him 
and then you can resign him. And again, he can say that he's a better person, and hopefully it's going to be the truth, but on the time will tell. And I hope <clears throat> that it's going to be the case for all of the people who've been accused. They're going to become a better person after the treatment that they're going to get, and after the time they're going to spend probably without their without the company but let's come back to the to the dark side too but not that dark i don't know these two things just completely ruined my weekend uh, last week couldn't really really think straight even though the football came back liverpool became champions last week too uh but still this one was a pretty big hit to all of us i would say so let's come back from very dark part of wrestling to the to the just dark part of the world covid19 and uh now i said over 2000 people got positive in wwe it affected the aw it affected wwe because a lot of people did not attend the tapings. At first it was only Kevin Owens, and reportedly he will—he was willing to come back to WWE if nobody gonna get another positive in the company. Unfortunately, this is not what happened. Over 2,000 people got the positives, and a lot of people decided to say, uh, fuck this. It seems like Randy Orton was one of them, AJ Styles was one of them, maybe Drew Gulak was one of them too. And we don't know, maybe one of them got positive, but hopefully they just decided to be more careful for their health, more careful for their family, and decided to pull themselves off the TV, so they're not going to catch anything. And I think that's the right decision. I would say that the SmackDown definitely was harmed by pulling out Drew Gulak versus... Uh, AJ Styles, it was like what, first hour was all Boneyard match and shit for The Undertaker and then two next hour, or one next hour was just, just rubbish, let's be honest, it was pretty piss poor show. Same goes for Monday Night Raw, I watched WrestleTalk review, Cultaholic review, and they seemed rather positive about the show. And I think it was a pretty, pretty garbage of a show. Nothing really to enjoy. I said to the Wrestle Talk in the comments that the picture was in the like four, four segments, and this is just piss poor. Nothing to enjoy. Awful uh, Bruce Prichard era. And some people agree with me. Some people disagree. But it's hard to deny that this. This is just not it. You know, I don't want to watch uh, the part-timers coming in and stealing time from the new talents. Alistair Black got absolutely, I want to say, I don't want to say ruined, but he is not a character anymore. This dark, mysterious Alistair Black. He's just another guy who comes in with Humberto Carrillo. Carrillo? Doesn't fucking matter. With Humberto, and the only thing that he's doing is either losing to Seth, either beating Seth. That's great if he would beat him 
and maybe got some sort of a push or one-on-one -on -one match where he could have lose but look strong in defeat but rather we're just gonna put him in another tag match with him better and they're gonna lose now it, it just it just awful and we can talk for about another hour about ruined WWE superstars who just got called up or for some reasons were on Monday Night Raw. You know, Shayna, uh, Bianca, two biggest one. Ricochet is one of the biggest one in male. But I don't want to, I don't want to drive into more negativity. I just want to say that this Raw was pissed for, and the ratings actually show that it was. 1.7 million viewers, awful, 200,000 loss in comparison to the last week, and the third hour got, wow, less than 1.6 million viewers. That's just horrendous, and it's unfortunate, unfortunate as fuck, because guess what? Drew McIntyre was in that segment once again. And guess what? Asuka was in that segment too with Sasha Banks. And, well, nobody gives a shit about Dolph Ziggler, so, eh, it's fine. But it's so unfortunate because they always put Drew in the third hour. They try to make him work. They try to make him pop the ratings, but he never does. And it's not fully his fault. The product sucks and people don't want to sit through whole three hours of this shit. And of course they're not gonna watch Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler or whatever there was before that with Drew and Andrade and Angel Gaza and Austin Theory back then. Why the fuck would I watch this? Of course they're gonna squash them in like five to ten minutes. And it would be a blessing it's gonna be a ten-minute match between Andrade and uh, Drew McIntyre. But not this fuckery. Uh, it's uh, it's just so unfortunate, but again, hopefully, it's not gonna affect Drew. Hopefully, he won't get stripped of the title on SummerSlam because, well, if Drew can pop the ratings, guess who can? Brocky, Brockity Brock. I hope that's not gonna be the case because, fucking hell, it's gonna be an absolute nightmare. You try to make a star. Who is like, I'm your best thing on both shows. Please don't fuck me up. Continue to make me look strong. Oh wait, why am I squashing Andrade and Angel Garza and Austin Theory? Of course it's elevating me. But they are dead now. They are squashed. They are ruined. Okay, whatever. Wait, I fight against the big show at the after WrestleMania, but still... In the main event of WrestleMania, okay, all right. I had a good, good feud with Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, fuck no. With um, Seth Rollins, great. Bobby Lashley, wait, what? Bobby, what? Bobby Lashley. Okay, we're gonna have a great match, and they did. But the feud, well, let's put it like this: MVP is good. MVP is very good at what he does as the manager. I didn't want to see him wrestle a lot. And they keep bringing him back and back and back. Just because they don't have anyone to be in this role. 
And rightfully so, because you fucked up everyone, and nobody's capable of fighting against Apollo Crews. Shelton Benjamin, Shelton Benjamin, and MVP. Well, oh, and Kevin Owens, yes, and Kevin Owens decided to say fuck off because of your irresponsibility. Great job, guys, great job. And, oh, God. And Bobby Lashley has said they withdrew, they put a great match. Some people say it was even better than Randy Orton versus The Edge. The Edge? Jesus Christ, I can't even talk, it's been 30 minutes. We're gonna end soon. Uh, against Edge, and it was a good, oh, maybe great, not the greatest match ever, but still, great match. But the build-up, I just can't get over the fact that they ruined him for three years. He's been a fucking clown for three years. And what now? I need to take him serious? Nah, nah, mate, fuck this. Fuck this. Um... Yeah, and now uh, it seems like he's going for the United States title. I don't mind it, but it's a pretty... Pretty big hit. He was just in the, not even the main event, but near the main event of Monday Night Raw and the Backlash, and now he's back into the mid card. Great. Wasn't wasn't United States Championship on the pre-show of the Backlash? I'm pretty sure it was. Welcome back to the mid card, Bobby. Welcome back. Yeah. Piss poor show, piss poor build. The whole show now built around the part-timers. I absolutely hate it. Because with Paul Heyman, obviously, he didn't control shit. He tried to push his ideas, but they got basically rejected all the time. And there is no doubt about this. But hopefully, hopefully, he's gonna continue building up some young stars. Fuck no, he's been fired, his projects are now ruined, only Drew McIntyre and kinda Street Profits are still alive. You know what, I can't wait, I just cannot wait for them to to do something and for Viking Raiders just to leave the company. I like a little bit of tension between them and FTR and Luke Gallus and Carl Anderson. They like, oh, tweeting to each other, maybe we should fight again. Bring back your trophy and all that shit. You know what? Go to AEW, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, Ring of Honor. I don't give a shit. Just don't stay in WWE. Their tag team division is dead. They don't give a shit about you. Just leave him. Leave the company. Be in a better place. And I think they will because they know that the company just doesn't give a shit about them. They've been in this comedy shit for around a month. And I enjoyed one or two segments from two months of a fucking shit show. That is not the best stat. Yes, you might enjoy more than I did this whole shittery. But let's be honest. It helped them a little bit. They kind of showed their personality. But mostly they just, they just screwed them up. Now, nobody takes them that seriously. Now, nobody wants to see Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. And now, you realize, oh shit, they don't have anyone to face. They only have Angel Gaza and uh, Andrade. And 
God damn, they're still trying to push the idea that they're gonna break up. But at the same time, they realize that they, that they don't have anyone in their fucking tag team roster. And they need to put them as a team. As the big bloody heels. And it might have worked. Keep the tension. Hit it down, you know. Continue with this. Ooh, you motherfucker. I'm better than you. It's my show. You know, all that shit that they're doing right now. That's your moment. Great. Keep it. But bring it until they're gonna win the titles from the Street Profits. Or at the very least, on Extreme Rules, when they're gonna face against the Street Profits. And they're gonna lose. Sure. And then from the here, you can continue their storyline of being a you know one-on-one -on -one opponents and Zelina Vega not knowing with who to go. That would be cool, right? But instead they just squashed them to Big Show. Oh my fucking god, I nearly forgot about this and it was the most hated moment of Monday Night Raw. Fucking incredible. Again, awful booking, awful Awful everything from Monday Night Raw. If you found any positive, please, please tell me what it was because I really didn't enjoy anything this week. Hopefully this week, NXT and AEW gonna cheer me up, gonna give me something spicy, something interesting, and hopefully Liverpool, Manchester, Manchester City tomorrow will be very, very interesting. Maybe I'm gonna talk about this with my friend. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, damn. I feel like I rushed the ending completely. Well, it was, it was my first podcast, so fuck it. Um, hopefully next time we're going to be more prepared. Because right now it was more, a little bit more emotions. A little bit more of rushed thinking. Next time we're going to have a little bit more of a script. And a little bit more time to talk about this. Because 35 minutes is more than enough for this shit show that happened this week. But not enough, maybe in general, for me to talk precisely and slowly. Uh, but who fucking cares, actually? I hope that you enjoy this shit. I hope that you did not enjoy Monday Night Raw. I hope that you're gonna... I don't want to say stop watching wrestling because, again, it might help you out. But if you really don't like what you're seeing, just don't watch it live. Watch it somewhere else later after the after the shit show gonna end. It might help to drop the ratings. It might help them notice that, oh shit, the ratings are falling down once again. And now Bridge Preach are gonna get fired. And then... There's no one to blame apart from Vince, and uh, hopefully it's gonna somehow change the situation. Uh, but again, it's only my wet dreams. The WWE gonna realize their mistakes and try to build something bigger and better than it is right now. Again, hopefully you enjoy my little angry rant about the WWE, COVID, and Monday Night Raw, apparently. And yeah. Hear you soon again. Bye.